podcast and sports on grand final podcast i'm rob parkson and i'm ready for a bit of soul for a devil's chat on the big day as soul for a devil's travel travel to old trafford to face set elms i'm joined by paul whiteside paul looking forward to this mate been exciting this week hasn't it yeah it's been exciting this week mate i've um i've tried to stay off social media a bit and just to keep me out of the out of the little bubble and uh you know, because my nerves have been that much in getting to me, I've just like tried to float along in my own world. But I've enjoyed the build-up and reading about everything in the newspapers and things like that. And uh, yeah, can't wait for it for kickoff now. Yeah, we, we've had a we've had a bit of stress, stressful start to the week though, Paul, when we got locked in locked in the Salford City Radio recording the original podcast, didn't we? We did, but um, the podcast went on for that long. <laughs> <laughs> I think the poor security blokes were coming uh, locking up, weren't they? But, uh... Not to worry, it was all good fun, wasn't it? It was, it was. I was a bit, a bit claustrophobic in there because of your height and my width. There was much space in that little, little gap between the doors, was there? No, in the no man's land corridor. No, <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty, pretty tight in there, wasn't it? it was. Especially that bloody alarm going off. It was deafening, that wasn't it? Well, like I said we got out alive and well. We marked ourselves we did. safe. So uh, we, yeah. got, we got ourselves available, ready for the for the cup final. Also join us. We've got uh, Paul Parkin. Parky, how's your, how's your week been, mate? Um, well, completely opposite to Paul's. Yeah. I've, I've been off about a week off on uh, holiday this week, and uh, probably the worst week to choose. Um, I've spent all my time looking at social media, watching old uh, videos and films on YouTube, and reruns of the Wigan game. And I, I'm in absolute bits. I don't. One minute I don't know if I want to cry with emotion, you know, with happiness, or, or start worrying about the final, or you know, I just. It's been an absolutely crazy week, and I honestly, even now, I have no idea how I'm actually feeling. Yeah, but, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's a high pressure week for us. Uh, God knows what the players and Watto are going through. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Parky. I've, I've had waves of emotion. I've been crying in Morrison's on on Saturday in Isles. Like just comes over you all of a sudden. <laughs> that mean it's it's, it's, uh, it's been a bit of a weird week. Obviously, we're not used to this, are we, uh, Paul? No, we're not. But I suppose you could get used to it, couldn't you? If, if we have, if this happened every season. But I think that's that's the thing for me. It's like the unknown. Don't really know how to how to react. And me, me sort of body's like sort of saying to me, you know what? What's going on? The season's normally finished by now, and we're not usually in these big situations and these these sort of big finals, are we? So, uh, so no, it, it's nice. So it's nice to be talked about and to see us everywhere. I mean, I popped on Twitter and that this afternoon. All these people giving us good luck messages and just seems to be a fantastic vibe. Everybody at the moment seems to be getting involved and mentioning our name, don't they? And that, and you know, just hope some of these people carry on, you know, following us next season and. You know, um, the, the, the momentum keeps growing because it's all right supporting us in the grand final and that, but you know we we need a bit of support in the in the regular season as well, don't we? Yeah, but keeping myself keeping myself busy as well. Uh, Parker, we have the, the Paul King uh, pop up podcast out. We have the grand final mega mix. We have the original podcast. We've got the sports zone uh, recording as well, and then obviously this uh, this grand final one uh, been really busy, exhausting now, but you know it's been worth it. Uh, I'm absolutely sure it has. I've tried to listen to everything uh, this week, but again, you do kind of get a bit, I don't know, overloaded, I suppose, a little bit. Um, you know, like you say, you're going to break down one minute. You think, oh, I'll just lay off it for a bit and do some, you know, I don't know, do some housework or something. But I must say that uh, the, the musical uh, ensemble he put together the other day was absolutely magnificent, by the way, lads. I was uh, I was singing and dancing around the house. Uh, that, that was one of the moments where I was actually 
really enjoying the build-up. Yeah. Uh, it, it was fantastic. Some of them songs, I forgot we sang. I know. <laughs> you know it seems that we, we... Bit of a stuck record at times, our lot at the moment, with three or four different songs. But years ago, you know, back in the uh, bad old days, I suppose you'd call it at the moment, um, I think we had a song for absolutely everything. I think if someone went for a pint, they had a song for them. Uh, it was, you know, <laughs> to listen to that, like, lads, I've got to say, it was fantastic. It proper cheered me up. Yeah, it was a, it was the kind of thing I wanted to put out there just so everyone could enjoy it. And obviously, the, the grand final, everyone's a bit stressed, so I thought I'd just put it out there with all the songs from the from the terrace, and you know, that are soulfully related as well. It gives everyone a boost, doesn't it, Paul? Yeah, it certainly does. A few songs on there that you just remind you of times in your life supporting Salford, don't they? You know, particular songs in particular, you know, the old James song, and that reminds me of like 91 and the Premiership, yeah. and it seems like a lifetime ago when I was a young lad going to that. But no, we're back at Old Trafford, uh, you know, this this Saturday as well. You know, our last two visits there, we've, we've won, haven't we? So we've um, got a decent record there, haven't we? But you know, it was good. Enjoyed the songs and that, and uh, you know, it cheered me up as well. Yeah, talking about excitement, Parker, I think the club have played a blinder on, on social media, playing with our emotions. Cranking up the the excitement, you know, day after day. Yeah, you know, like you say, these these interviews they've got, all these you know these video uh, messages they've got from certain uh, celebs and and that kind of thing. Every day they pepped it up, and that's I mean that to be fair to them to the credit. I mean they must be so busy this week because we know how small the, the staff uh, levels are at the club. They have enough just you know organising everything from transport to to ticket sales to the shirts for the final to, to everything and then to have time to put these things together. Uh, I mean these people are just yeah I don't know I think they'll be glad when it's all over so they can just sit back and, and relax. But uh, they, they're doing really well and I hope like like you say oh, a lot more of these fans that you know are, are going to be at the final can we we can tap into that and even if we want to get you know a smallish percentage of them coming back for, for next season. Financially, it's such a boost, and, and to the players to see, you know, fans there and that kind of thing. I mean, you saw the difference at, at Wigan the other night. That, you know, what four, four and a half thousand fans. You could see the players looking up, and I've watched it back a few times. And if you look, you actually see the Wigan players at the start of the game look at our end and sort of, you know, take a gulp of air as if say, you know, it's not just the seventeen they've got; it's all them behind them as well. It does make a massive difference, and we get people like that to the AJ Bell next year. Uh, we'll, we'll, you know, the atmosphere will make it very intimidating for people, and uh, and obviously financially uh, beneficial. Yeah, it's, it's like it's all about the belief. I think, Paul. You know, we're all sort of going on this journey together, aren't we? And with this team who've got the ability, they've got that determination, and you know, looking at Old Trafford and thinking, you know, this is how we're going to win it. Yeah, definitely. I think they've grown in belief all the season, haven't they? You know, so at the start of the season, we mentioned it where perhaps we weren't so sure whether we could knock some of the teams off, but particularly after the, like the sort of July when Tui Lolly settled in with, with Hastings and we've gone on this massive run, this eight game run. And I think they've grown week after week after week, particularly some of the matches we've won away from home, the way we put teams away. You know, it's been a, been a tremendous run, and you know, going into the playoffs, the, even the defeat at Wigan, I thought we played pretty well that night, and um, you know, we obviously came out better from that. We, you know, we beat Castleford, played some really good stuff against them, and then the performance last weekend's Wigan. I mean, I've heard people say, "Oh, Wigan with this, Wigan without they didn't play well." They only didn't play well because we didn't let them play for a minute one. We just completely bamboozled them. We was on top of them. We didn't let them do anything with the ball. We tackled them. We made them make mistakes, and I think they, we just the, the game was won before the game kicked off for me. I, I think we uh, we beat them in the head on that one, and uh, you know full credit to us. And you know we've got another big team to topple in the grand final. Because St. Helens are going to be really, really tough to beat. 
yeah, Parky. It's all about intensity playoff football. And we showed that against Wigan. We showed that against Castleford. We've got gears that we can go up through, can't we? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the atmosphere is going to be, you know, and the occasion itself is a, it's going to be a tough challenge. You know, a lot of the Saints players, they're, they're kind of used to that. I mean, they were at the cup final earlier this year. They've built up the week before. Uh, I'm sure Watto's done everything in his power to, to keep the lads grounded. And, and that's going to be a big key. But going back to what Paul said there, I remember a lot of the players mentioned it at the time, that Saints away game. You know, we, we should have come away with that. We were, uh, I'm not going to say we were cheated out of it, but it, it, it seems a little bit harsh on us. Um, but I think, like the players have said, that gave us belief that we can go and play these teams and beat them. And it wasn't long after that that we really clicked. You know, in the last few weeks, like I say, have been unbelievable. And, uh, I mean, you can ask anyone that I actually bored at the time about the, the Wigan defeat a few weeks ago of the playoffs. And I, I said to as many people as I could, we learned a lot more about them that night than they got off us. Mm. Um, I think we worked out ways. If we hadn't panicked so much and, and just, just kept it close and just after our time when they scored them two tries, we'd have won that game anyway. But the last 10 minutes give us so much you know, information about how they defend and how they work and where to attack and, 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 you know, and their threats. I'd, I think we just learned so much that night that gave us confidence to go on and, and do what we did against Cass, which Paul said was you know, fantastic, virtually faultless, wasn't it? I mean, you, you don't see performances like that against, you know, a decent cast team. Let's not, you know, let's not forget about them. Never mind what, what happened at Wigan last week and whatever, the, you know, people say about them. You have to beat these teams to, to get to this stage and, you know, and we've done it in style. We really have. Yeah, I suppose it's all about dealing with the pressure, uh, Paul. Uh, I think Settlers have, have lost five of the last seven grand finals they were in. Do you think that's going to be in their heads? Obviously, the players have come and gone, but the, the fans are still be behind the post, aren't they? Yeah, I think there's a, there's, that, there's that pressure, but there's also the pressure to be an overwhelming favourites. I think what are they four to one on to win? We're seven to two, seven to two in a, in a, in a two horse race is a big odds, really. So there's no doubt they're the bookies' favourites, aren't they? They're everybody else's favourites, and you've got to be careful. You're not you're not complacent. I mean, it's, it's a grand final, and if you if I was just an Albuquerque, I'd be saying, saying to the Saints players, you know, look at look at these lads that's over. They're, they're running through a brick wall for each other. Those players all do their jobs and the the work and the commitment, and and if we're not on, Salford will beat us. So yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be tough, and that that's the worrying thing for me. If I was a Saints supporter, I'd be thinking, I just hope complacency doesn't kick in because because sometimes it can, can't you know players can freeze on the on the big occasion. Look at the, the this Challenge Cup final. St. Helens were, were quite big favourites to win that game against Warrington, but they were pretty poor on the day, didn't they? You know, players players froze and and things like that. So that can happen in, in big games, big grand finals. You know, someone can get sent off, someone can get simbin. Anything can happen tomorrow night. And um, yeah, yeah. If I was if I was a Sailing supporter, I'd, I probably would have rather played Wigan because they seem to have had the wood on Wigan this season. Where with us, perhaps we're a bit of an unknown quantity and in a dangerous side. The two games we played against Saints this season, both hard fought games. The game at the AJ Bell. It was 26-4, but it was a tough game. Saints ran away with it the last sort of 10, 15 minutes. And then the game at the, um, not knows the road, what's it called now? Um, totally wicked stadium, was it? Something like that. The game there that they had, uh, I mean, that, that was our, our game really, wasn't it? Other than that sort of last minute thing. So, so yeah, if I was a Saints supporter, I'd probably be, be a bit worried. Yeah, for me, Parker, you've got a team that, that bottles it in, in big moments. Be a team that has no fear and no anxiety. You know, if this becomes a bit of an arm wrestle and the game sort of drags on, you know, it's only going to benefit us, I think. Yeah, well, hopefully. I mean, I don't like that term, bottling it. I've heard it a lot about about big, you know, like boxing stars and big football teams and that, oh, they can't do... 
it's not, it's not. It's just you need things to go right in the day. I, there'll be nothing wrong with Saints' confidence, believe me. And there'll be no, there'll be no real. I mean, except for what nerves you would get every day. It's still the same. You know, seventeen and seventeen on each side. They, they, they won't worry too much about that. But the one thing that I, I did spot, I was up Wembley this, this year in Warrington. You know, actually, probably just completely outplayed Saints for most of that game. Um, was that they, in the first twenty minutes they let Saints try everything at them. And they just defended and defended and kept them out. And the thing with Saints is they have this this style about them. They've they basically always had this flamboyant, entertaining, flowing rugby. And if you can frustrate them a bit, they get desperate. And they do silly things that you don't expect Saints to do. If Saints get on top, they'll keep doing it and they'll tear you apart. Now, the one thing that's been brilliant for us recently is our defence. They work for each other so hard and... They'll, they'll test us out on a big pitch. You know, they've got really quick players that they can just try and get the ball out to. And, and if we can work as we have done and frustrate them for as long as we can, you just never know. That, that might then make, get into their heads a little bit and make them think, you know, is this going to be one of them days again? I'm, I'm with you there, Parker. I think, obviously, our players, like you said, defensively, there's no one coming, shooting out the line, trying to solve problems together. As a unit... They are they are solid and nobody's trying to solve problems that aren't there. Everyone's working together, like you said. And uh, you know, coming into this grand final, that's what it's all about. I suppose it's all about doing the little things well. Yeah, I th- well, that that's exactly it, and that's the one thing that that Watto's definitely got with the team. He's got this eye for for detail. You've heard the players talk about it. How he spots everything, he, he analyses everything so deeply, and, and he'll know he'll know what how to what what Saints do, and if Saints are falling into a little bit of a pattern. He'll know all about it. He'll get a message out to the lads, and you know they'll, they'll change something or whatever. He'll see the move building. He'll know all about it, and and that's that's been that's been really good for us. I mean, how many times this season? In the past, we used to constantly give penalties away in the last tackle. We don't often do that now. If we do, it's silly, but very rare. Daft things at the play of the ball not happening. He's just cleaned everything up, but simplified the game. And it's it's as you know. I know it sounds really ridiculous, but. It's all about outscoring the opposition, and if you can keep them out, then you've got every single chance of, of, of winning a game. And I, I think that's you know what Watts will do. He'll try and frustrate them. He'll he'll have tactics to, to nullify their main men. And, and if we you know stop them distributing the ball out wide where they are so so dangerous. I know they've got brilliant forwards. Don't don't get me started on them. But out wide with uh, Makinson and Grace and Nagama, Coop coming into line, probably Percival or someone like that. You know, that back line itself, Johnny Loma, it's, it's so dangerous. And if we can contain their forwards and, make, you know, make them do things that they don't normally do, force them into errors, you know, we, we can we can take this game, no problem. Yeah, like Parky said, Paul, you know, no silly penalties, you know, in games. That That's a thing that's beginning to happen at, at Salford Devils. And, it, and it's a good thing because it feels to me like the players kind of trust each other to be in positions to make the tackle and before people rang in onto tackles because they knew the defence wasn't set and trying to solve the problem themselves. Well, yeah, penalties and mistakes can kill you as a team, can't they? And if you can clean them up, complete your sets and in, in just have another team in possession, that's how you're, you're going to win games. And whereas we used to, t- to tend to concede an awful lot of... Um, Awful lot of sloppy tries from like kick throughs and you know kicks on the last tackle and things like that. And where we've we've mopped that up, I think our goal line defence this season, particularly in this last couple of months, has been absolutely outstanding. I mean, if you look at the playoffs, three tries conceded against Wigan, no tries conceded against Cass, and then one last week was so four tries in three matches and three intense playoff matches as well. That's fantastic defence, it really is. So um, 
I think the, the, the players, you know, their attitude in defence needs to be spot on against St. Helens. As Parky said there, they've got quality players all around the pitch, haven't they? Particularly the, the backs and guys like Lomax coming into the line as well and got an awful lot of uh, pace out wide. I mean, you look at Tommy Makinson, he's like he's built like a, a forward. You know, he's got the power of a forward. If he comes on the burst there, you know, they're, they're going to cause you problems. So we need to be really good and tight around the middle. We almost no need to be good on the edges, you know, Chris and Inu, Chris Wellen, they've got to defend. They can't afford to be flying out of the line and, we saw Chris, you know, get stood up a bit by um, Gild out a few weeks ago against Wigan. So we've got to tighten the, the edge defence up as well. But, uh, you know, we, I'm sure we can do because our defence has improved, you know, tenfold this season. Yeah, Matt, I agree with that. Like you said, it's all about belief, Parker. The players are riding this wave. They're all two foot taller than they should be. And they're going to this final against St. Helens, believing they can win. We spoke to Paul King uh, earlier in the week and the whole club is the same. Totally focused on bringing back that W. Oh yeah, you know, confidence it breeds, doesn't it? You know, and there's no reason after the last what two, three months that we've had that we don't go into every game believing we can win. We don't want this season to end, really, if you think about it that way. But, you know, the players must feel invincible. Um, and and the game that they did lose, like I say at Wigan, that you know we we could have won that if we'd gone another few minutes. I think we'd have certainly scored again and levelled it up. And then in, in you know uh, golden point time. We, I think we look fresher and fitter than they did, um, you know. So, yeah, they must do. They must be. The shoulders must be so wide at the moment, and uh, it's just about going through the motions again this week. Just keeping everything, you know, as they have done for the last I don't know how long, and uh, and keeping it simple and not letting the occasion get to them. Um, one thing we'll say about the, you know, our, like Paul said about these silly kick throughs and stuff like that we used to do, and just give the ball back. I've got to give uh, uh, Lola. Uh, uh, to Lola here a lot of credit for, for that because his last his last tackle kicking generally is absolutely spot on mm. you know at least he gets us down that end of the pitch he's got a massive boot which I, I'm certainly not criticising this guy in any way but Rob Louie didn't have a kicking game you know he was one of them that would just drop the ball at the fullback's feet or something like that and, you know be no challenge or he'd kick it dead or something like that and that's been a massive difference for us you know we, you can turn a team round and defend him there uh, that, that's half the battle yeah, I think I agree with you there, Park. I think when you're turning teams around and making them come out of their 20, uh, Paul, it, it's a, a big psychological thing for them because obviously our defence is on top. We're organised. We're not giving away silly penalties. There's no sort of pressure diffuser, is there? They've got to clear the lines and if they can't, they turn the ball over back to us and we're on halfway maybe. It gives them momentum, doesn't it? Of course it does, yeah. You're not giving a team cheap possession. You're making that team work all the time. You know, if you're giving a ball away on the halfway line, they can have it easy then, can't they? And just set up an attack against you. But you're pinging them down there and getting a good kick chase and that. They're having to work all the time and, and put and bring that ball forward. And that can be tough. And especially, like we saw it in the Wigan game, you peg them back with a decent kick. You, you, your crowd behind the goal gets on you. And you... you, you they're cheering every single tackle, aren't we? And that defence is ferocious then and they can't get out of their own half and stuff like that can turn games. We saw it, didn't we, with Wigan? They made mistakes, they passed the ball into touch because they started to get desperate and that's all down to a good kick-chase game and, and, and excellent defence and you know, that, that's something that we've really worked on and I've been really pleased to see that and as, as Paul said there, um, to be his kicking game, particularly short kicking game, I think it's been been tremendous. You know, the last tackle Grubber kicks he's put through, his try assists he's had as well. He's got the the, the good kicking, long kicking game as well with that spiralling bomb that he does. So uh, he's been a real asset to the team. I mean, if you go back to when he first came, he made his debut in the, in the Wigan League League game away from home. Looked a bit rusty, didn't he? But you know, he soon settled into the, to the side, and he deserves a lot of credit. He's got a fantastic attitude, and he's linked up really well with Jackson Asians, and they formed a, 
a really, really good, dangerous but attacking partnership. Yeah, I think obviously you know you're talking about the physical aspects of the game there, but I think it's a mental thing as well. Parkier Cup finals, you know, been all week. The, the whole rugby league media have been you know about, you know growing this game. It's been fantastic, really. Um, but the players obviously hopefully have been sheltered from that uh, because we don't want running out of juice uh, when the big uh, when the big dance starts. Yeah, I mean the press love it. You know, David Goliath story, don't they? You know, the old underdog and all that sort of stuff. They they they've kind of built it up a little bit like that. Um, but for the players, like you say, you just can't get to them. They just got to keep focusing on what they do. Keep on, you know, keep on top of your job, and then, like you know, if everybody else does does the same, it, you know, it shouldn't make a difference whether we're playing. Saints in the grand final are, no disrespect, you know, Swinton and a friendly. You've got to take every game, you know, just one game at a time. And, and, and people have gone on this week that Saints have got all the experience. That's not true. That really isn't true, especially not in grand final. Um, you know, we've got players who've been there. We've got players who've played in big games at other clubs. Uh, just because us as a club haven't done it. I mean, I'm not sure how many of our players haven't played in some form of of, of massive match, you know. I mean, obviously Niall and Jake maybe at the back, but you know, Chris and Enu's been in grand finals in Australia. Um, I think Ken Seals played in, you know, obviously big games down under. And then you look at our, our pack, you know, Flash and, uh, and Tyrone McCarthy both been in, in big games. Uh, Moose and uh, and Gil Dudson, uh, you know, players like that. and even even uh, Tomkins. So it's time at Wigan. He'll have been around camps that have been in big games. He'll know about it. And, I don't think it'll affect them as badly as people think. Um, but, you know, like I say, they've just got to concentrate on their, on their job this week. And, uh, you know, and if, if they come up short, then I, I don't think there'll be anything down to planning or anything in the players' heads. Just, you know, you've got to look at Saints as a, as a quality team. Yeah, I think if, if, if the worst comes to worst and we do come up short, Paul, you know, we can't look back at that as a failure. Uh, this team has grown. It's, it's kind of learned how to play playoff football. And that's only going to be you know, good moving forward in 2020. Yeah, of course. If you get beat, you get beat, don't you? You'll still wake up a Salford supporter and a Salford player or whatever your capacity is at the club on a Sunday, won't you? It doesn't change anything. Um, it's just been great. I know, it, I don't want to sound like it's, I'm settling for second best because I, I want us to go there and win, but it has been great to get to a final. You know, we've not been to a, to a major final for, for a level long time, have we? So, no, it's a massive learning curve for the club. It's put us on the map, I think. You know, if you, you look at the media and the amount of attention that we've got, and it's really spread the name of the club. I mean, I've seen the the, the LED signs and all that on roads and that. It's it's been massive. I think it's going to give the, the club a massive boost. But you know, we've got to, we've got to move on from this next season and you know be challenging there again. And I think you know, I think I think we will do. I think this has been been great for us. I didn't expect us to get anywhere near the grand final. I must admit, going back to that magic weekend in May, we got beat there at full KR. And, I thought, oh dear, we're struggling a bit here. And to get there, I think it's absolutely tremendous what we've done, the run we've put together, the attitude of the players, particularly with the resources and, and the squad that we've got. We've got one of the smallest squads in the in the Super League, and you know, players have the players have been absolutely outstanding. They've been tremendous, really. So, no, it's been it's been brilliant. But like I said, you know, we're playing a formidable side in St. Helens, and you know. We've not got no divine right to win the game just because we're the underdogs. You know, it's going to be really tough to, to win, but whatever happens, the players have done tremendous. And there's one thing for sure those players won't die wondering at Old Trafford on Saturday night. They'll be giving everything in that game. And I think you, you know, you can, you can rely on a top performance from them, definitely. And all we need uh, one hero, Parker, uh, after all that effort and all that commitment and all that belief, just to roll that extra foot uh, and become the, you know, the hero in Salford Red Devil's Fault. 
Yeah, it could, you know, it could be a very unlikely source, couldn't it? Someone, you know, every, I mean, every, all the eyes in, in Super League at the moment are on, are on Jacko, and, and rightly so. I mean, what a player, what a season. But, you know, it could be a, a, I don't know, it could be like a Jake Bibby or something like that, that game he had in Catalan. You, know, you think back to that, and, you know, everyone thought, wow, he's, you know, he's in it. Great Britain centre and that kind of thing. It could, could be absolutely, it could come from anywhere. Um, but it, you know, one player can can turn the game. But the one thing that Salford have been and certainly all all year and something that Watto is obviously very big on his, his team. And if if the team perform to the level that we know they can, then there'll be nothing left in the tank. And whatever the result is, it is. Mike Paul said, you know, the next the next day we all wake up, we're still all proud. And uh, you know we we just go again next year. Then. Yeah, well we've we've grown and we've learned, and, and that, that's what this club is. It's about opportunity. It's about growing together and and believing and moving forward. And you know it's a, what an what an amazing time it is to be a a Solbury Devils fan, Paul. Yeah, it certainly is. It certainly is. I think our supporters, particularly of a certain age as well, have, have gone an awful long time, haven't they? Watching sort of mediocre rugby league, really, never getting anywhere and watching all these other clubs appear at Wembley and appear in grand finals. And we've always been like the sort of the, the younger brother, haven't we, that's never really got there and looked up to all these other clubs. And I think now, you know, for want of a better phrase, it's... it's well, one of a better caption. It's our time, isn't it? As they say, and, uh, and it is. I think we, I think we deserve it. You know, people have uh, have laughed at us for for a long time. Have been the butt of people's jokes, and I think it's great that the club are finally getting the recognition that they deserve. There's a lot of people who work really hard to support us, get behind them. A real loyal bunch of supporters, aren't we? At Salford, so it's our day tomorrow. So it's the day for the whole club, and I just hope everybody has a fantastic day. I'm sure it's going to be a great game, great occasion. But these are the sort of the occasions you you dream of as a as a kid growing up and when you you know at Whitehaven on a Thursday night or somewhere like that in the pouring down rain you, you dream about going to grand finals and, and Wembley and stuff like that so to me tomorrow tomorrow night I'm going to really savour it because you know I think it's going to be, be one of those nights to remember Yeah it's our day but there's also 15,000 Soul fans uh, walking up to Old Trafford uh, Park yeah. there's loads going on around the ground and all the pubs um, it's going to be an amazing day Weather's supposed to be quite good as well, uh, so all the shirts will be out. Yeah, um, sadly, due to superstition, I, I, I'd be one of those without a shirt. Yeah. Uh, not without a shirt, God, no one needs that. Um, but in, in terms of, uh, there won't, won't be any colours. Um, it, it's been a, a thing of mine for a few months, and it's worked. So uh, I, I won't be one of them. But yeah, you'll, be, you'll, you'll, you'll spot and hear, certainly hear the Salford fans. Uh, no matter where you are, I know, like you say, there's a lot going on around around the Keys and, and Media City in that way. Um, and it does feel, you know, for the first time in a long time, the whole city's got behind behind the club and behind the team. We're not this, you know, I don't know, a bit of a nuisance or whatever people usually forget about, especially since we left the Willows. You know, there's been a big void there, I think, in the connection between most of the city and the, and the rugby club. And, and uh, this, this week, the build-up and everything... It just feels like there's a, a unity there again now. Yeah, obviously looking at all the the different uh, pubs around the uh, the keys, you got Pier Eight at the Lowry. They're doing three pound a pint between two pm and six pm. Uh, don't forget to drink responsibly. You got Seven Brothers uh, doing their first pint half price. Uh, you got Brain Barrow doing ten percent off food and drinks. Um, you got the Matchstick Men Pub on the Salford Keys. They're doing uh, the Willows Memories film. Uh, showing it from 2pm onwards. Uh, you've got Lime Bar, uh, who do fast uh, fast beer pouring. 
and barbecue food as well. And then finally, you've got the uh, hotel football, which is exclusively uh, for Salford fans. There's only 200 spaces in the the bar at the top uh, park. Eh? It's one in, one out. Um, so I think there might be a bit of a queue getting in there. Yeah, and with it being so close to the to the stadium as well, uh, obviously everyone's going to have to head that that way at some point. So if you get in there early, you might be okay. Um, but I think it's one of them places because it is such a small thing. The, the queues probably won't be that to, that bad. So once you're in, you're probably going to stay in. Um, not uh, yeah, I'm not 100 certain yet of, the, of, of our full plans, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll have a walk around and see. But it's good. Yeah, again, like you say, that that you know, they're making the most of this. These, these bars and so on and and again every single one of them seems to be uh, you know mentioning Salford on their social media so even people who just you know just go in them places and don't know anything about the rugby club will now be seeing it on, on Twitter and Facebook and that kind of thing and, you know you never know someone might get engaged and decide well we'll have a look now yeah uh, for me uh, Paul I'm going to the Matchstick Man pub to watch the Real Old Memory um, film Um Right, I didn't get a chance to see it the first time round. I think get a chance to see it on Grand Final Day would be, a, you know, a big moment for the likes of me and my son and my dad. You know, three generations of fans, you know, all sitting down to watch uh, watch that. And before we go and uh, watch the game at Old Trafford. Yeah, certainly it's going to be an emotional day, but that'll make mm-hmm. even more emotional that video because <laughs> it's uh, it's fantastic. That like, you'll really enjoy that. So. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I've seen it a couple of times now. I think my dad got it on DVD. It's well, well worth a watch. That you might need a uh, need a packet of tissues there, mate, for that. Yeah, it might be my farm, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um... Don't forget, the Soul Good Shop will be open uh, tomorrow from ten o'clock with loads of new stock in a nice retro uh, Salford shirt uh, to commemorate our grand final appearances available. So get yourselves down there. It's first come, first serve. There's loads of great gear to be had on grand final day. Final bit of news I've got is uh, after the, the match, Parker, uh, there's an end-of-season celebration at the AJ Bell Stadium. The doors open at 8pm to uh, welcome back uh, the Victoria Sulphur Devils team. Uh, I think it's great the club have managed to sort of organise uh, something like this to allow fans, if they do fancy, go, to go back to the stadium uh, and celebrate, and celebrate there. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm not sure I'll be there anywhere at... Uh... <laughs> Eight o'clock. If I if I can make it from Old Trafford to there by that time, I've done really well. Um, it's good though. I mean, if it was a you know I'm not a million miles away, you can get through. Not a bad place to go back to, is it? And and you know, I celebrate what I'm sure the players will end up back there at some point, and you know, you can we can pass on our you know our gratitude for what's been a, an unbelievable season. And uh, yeah, it is good. Like you say, to organise something that quickly, it's it's not easy. I mean, you know, you've got to get the AJ Bell. Uh, staff involved and a lot of them agency and that you know it, these things don't just happen um, but yeah no if you can get there then it's probably going to be the best place to go after the game yeah I think I think some people obviously will try and get down there uh, Paul personally I, obviously we've got an interview to play so I'm not sure what time we'll, we'll, we'll leave uh, Old Trafford and I, to be honest I want to kind of leave you know get this opportunity to go and see some of the mates I've not seen for, for a, you know, a few years and you know especially on Grand Final Day because we've all that and what stood and what Salford through the years, uh, it'd be good to you know catch up with a few people and uh, a bit of a reminisce and a bit of a, a bit of a cry up for when we win. Yes, yeah, certainly, certainly. I've not really made any sort of plans for the day. I'm going to go down early because uh, my dad's still got a bit of a dodgy knee, so I'm going to try and get him in the ground nice and early. But after the game, we don't really know yet what's going to happen. I'll just. Uh, 
just take it as it comes, I think. I'm just going to enjoy it and uh, not really plan anything. I think sometimes the best nights you have are not when you, you don't plan them. So I'll just see where the, where the night takes me. I'm up for work at 8 o'clock, well, about 7 o'clock on Sunday morning. So uh, Sunday? I'll see, I'll see, yeah, I've got to work Sunday. Uh, yeah, what? So, How on earth? So I can have Saturday off to watch over in the grand final. So, uh, You'll still, be, you'll still think of champagne by then. You can't drive. I know. I, know. I don't That's know where I'm going to be. Man. With a bit of luck, hopefully I'll be working in Salford on Sunday, which will be nice. So uh, I don't think we're getting much done, though, to be honest with you. I don't think you'll see many people awake at, that, at any time on Sunday. <laughs> Unless no. we've one of them, we'll, we, we won't have gone to bed. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's true that about getting in the ground early. I'm, that's my plan. I mean, I know Shed 7 are on text me back, but I'm a big fan of Shed 7 back in the day. And so that'll cheer me up. And then, then they're going to sing Jerusalem and that'll make me cry. And then uh, I'll watch my team walk out and God knows what's going on. I'm going to be a wreck. I know I am. It's going to be a really, really emotional day. Um... Don't forget to keep an eye out for the Open Top Bus Parade as well. Uh, the mayor of Salford uh, will be announcing the, the route of that um, shortly after the final whistle if we win. So hopefully there will be loads of fans uh, there to uh, thank the boys for efforts and uh, celebrate us getting the uh, Super League trophy. Should we, do, should we do score predictions again? Paul, do you reckon to be changing your mind? Yeah, game. go on. I, I can make one up. The party win, we have to buy in the, the Nando's. That is all right. Okay. We better not win, because we've been at this all season. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, we'll go with you, Parky, first. Give us your score prediction. Oh, God, this is awful. Um, I, you know what? I thought about this before you phoned me earlier on, got me on, and uh, I was dreading you asking. I I don't know if if thing, things go for us. Uh, we need a bit of luck, obviously, to go our way. And, and I, I, God, I'm 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 absolutely just I'm mumbling here now. Aren't I? Um, I'll, I'll go. I'll go the Reds, eighteen, fourteen. You little sod, that was mine. <laughs> Sorry, <mate. laughs> that was mine, eighteen, fourteen. I'm just rolling down as well. I'll, I'll, I'll change it then. No, no, no you know, right. I'll change mine. You know, right. I'll change mine. <laughs> do, you, do you want to think about it, Paul, or do you want me to say it? Say mine. You do yours then. I'll do mine. I'm going to go Salford to be victorious in the Super League Grand Final title, and Salford Red Devils are going to win 30 points to 12. Ow. 30 points to 12. Wow. And uh, Jackson Hastings uh, will score twice. Might say, do I check? no, I'm going to change that. I'm going to go 31 12. And Jackson Ace has dropped a goal in the last second as he, in his last appearance in a Salford shirt in front Bloody of the Bloody Nora. <laughs> yeah. 31 12. 31 12, Salford. Yeah. Yeah. Tell you what, if he finishes like that, I'll buy you a Nando's anyway. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about that. I'm pretty, I, was, I was pretty close last week. I said to, to Kari, our video, videographer, I said, Bill Dudson's going to run down your, your Zoom lens and um, we're going to win 18-12. And I wasn't far out, he did. He, he scored, didn't he? And he, ran, he did. ran and scored and she was sat in the background. So, you know, I'm, I'm quite, I was, you know, I'm quite close. You know, wrong end. And we didn't win the game 18-12. But, I'm on the right line. You know? Wow. Wow. Paul, what about you? Um... I was going to go for like an 1817 or something like that because I'm a bit nostalgic but um, I'm going to say one of the best games I've seen between us and Saints was that 
league game at home in 2006. They beat us 12-10. It's one of the best matches I've ever watched because they were like probably the best side in the world at the time. I think they just won the World Club Challenge. They had Jamie Lyon playing for them and this, that and the other. So I'm going to go reverse of that this time. It's going to be another great game, like that, but we're going to win 12-10. 12-10, so <laughs> With a late try yeah. from Gil Dudson under the sticks. Yeah. I backed him for first try. I scored today. I was out having a coffee with my missus today and there was a bet thread next to where in Presswich where he was. So I said, I'm just going to pop in there just to see if they've got, you know, like a, a grand final special sheet just to just to take home as a memento. And they did. So I thought, oh, I'll have a look at that. And Dudson was 66 to 1 for first try. I scored. So I had £2 on him. <laughs> and Chris Wellen, Chris Wellen was 20 to 1. So I had £2 on him. Don't forget to bet responsibly while you're drinking responsibly tomorrow. Well, I did. I only put four pound on, <laughs> <laughs> and two of that was Ellen's because I didn't have enough money on me. <laughs> right. Well, before we go, then, uh, boys, if you if you had an opportunity to speak to Ian Watson and the players, and they were sat in front of you right now, we'll start with Parker. What would you say? I don't know, it'd be, it'd be difficult to speak to him about having a, you know, a lump in my throat and a tear in my eye, to be honest with you. Uh, I'd just, I'd tell him to, to enjoy the occasion. Just do what you do, make sure you enjoy it, you know, and, and believe me, every, you know, we, I don't think I've ever been as, as proud of, of my club as, as I am at the moment. Uh, and they've done that, you know, these guys have, have put these smiles back on our faces and uh, just go out, give it everything you've got. What will be will be, but you know, you you you're always you know forever now. You're going to be remembered as uh, you know probably probably as much as the 1969 Cup final team. You know, no matter what, and uh, you've got a chance to go and make yourselves absolute legends. Yeah, I would say when there's not there's no fear and no anxiety, everybody grows, and you've got the belief and you've got the talent and you've got the ability to go out there and win this. So go outside, Old Trafford, and light it up. Because there's 15,000 soul fans behind them posts. You're in your... Oh? Um, mine would be pretty similar, really. I'd just, just probably say to them, you know, this club, you know, over the years, there's some, some great players and you lads are going to go down in that, that that sort of legacy now as well. And there's, there's probably people who, who are no longer with us now who, who, are, who are absolutely proud of this club and, and go and do it for them and do it for the people that are here now, you know, because Salford Rugby League Club is... Means so much to us, and the, the supporters think the absolute world of you. Go out and do it for them, and for yourselves as well. Yeah, it, it, it's a really, like I say, an emotional moment for everybody. You know, the players, the fans. You know, it's little, it's little Salford Parky. You know, at the big dance, uh, ready to ready to show Twinkle Toes. Yeah, well, oddly, you say that by the way, just in, in finishing that. Uh, you know, it's little old Salford. If if we we pull off the, the, the miracle. Um, I think we'll be the joint fourth most successful league winning team in history uh, behind, obviously, the big three, uh, Wigan, Saints, Leeds, uh, and joint with Huddersfield. And then the rest of the rugby league are behind us. So uh, we'll, we'll go above Swindon Park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, like you said, it, it's, a, it's a crazy time to be a, a Salford fan. And, you know, let's just all savour that. That one big, that moment, that's what it's all about and growing off it, really, for, for me. Um, so that's the end of this week's uh, podcast, Parky. Enjoyed this one. I think it kind of reminds me of back in the day in 2003, just for the league grand final, where we all got together in the Ope and had a few beers and had a bit of a chat, a bit of a sing-song and uh, settled a few nerves. Yeah, I think 
sadly, sadly, we're getting on a bit now, aren't we? We're getting a bit old, and it's a, it's a sit at home with a, a tea and a cup and a cup of tea, watching uh, whatever's on the telly tonight. Um, yeah, we calmed down a bit, but uh, I'll guarantee you one thing, mate. Like 2003, if we win on uh, tomorrow night, I'll certainly be having a mad Monday. Believe me. <laughs> yeah, we'll all, we'll all we all want a big mad Monday, don't we, uh, Paul? We certainly do. We certainly do. 2003 doesn't seem that long ago, does it? But I was nervous that day, but I think I'll be just as nervous again uh, this time. So, no, can't wait for it. I'm just going to save it a day tomorrow. And no, just hope all our supporters absolutely have a fantastic day because uh, because I think they deserve it. Yeah, so big thanks to this week's uh, Devil in Detail podcast. I'm Aaron Parkson. You can find us on Facebook, Devil in Detail SRD. You can find us on Twitter at DITDSRD. And you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and radio contact. So, good luck, all for the Devils in the grand final at Old Trafford. We're all behind you. And bring the trophy back to the AJ Bell.